Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Not Cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. We are here to talk about the past week in the WWE, so you know we're going to talk about Raw. We're going to talk about SmackDown oh Live. We're going to talk about WWE NXT, which aired earlier tonight. And we are still cool for the summer. What? SummerSlam's in, like, a little over a week. I'm... I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I am definitely not cool for the summer. Well, to be fair, we're not going this year, so... Whatever. You can That's not even show. why I'm not cool for the summer. I'm mostly not cool for the summer because of everything that has happened on Raw. Oh, well, we will talk about And that. some things that have happened on SmackDown. Well, again, we will talk about that. But first, I must say that I'm Owen, and joined with me, as always, is John. And I must say, as always, that we are, of course, joined by everybody out there in Internet land. Isn't that cool? It's not cool. We're streaming over at Mixler.com slash Zonecast and on Twitch at Twitch.tv slash Ozone Online. Send us your questions and your comments. We are monitoring our chats there and our Twitter at The Heel Turn. So send us what you got. We'll get to it as we deem fit. Owen. Yes, John. I've been watching some dogs this past week, and now I have a cat that is very sad. I heard that. So what's the deal with the cat and the dog? Uh, I have a a six-week-old puppy that I am watching, and I have brought the six-week-old puppy over occasionally to hang out with the cat, and, well, just because I can't really have the puppy alone here. Mm -hmm. And uh, the cat does not like it at all. Well, yeah, no shit. I mean, the cat's pretty young, and, like, the puppy is, again, like, six weeks old. Like, literally, she could kill this thing if she wanted to. And I was hoping that, you know, she'd be chill about it. She'd just be like, whatever, I don't get what this thing is, but, like, I don't have to, like, hiss at it. But, no, she was, like, straight up hissing at it. Uh, John? Scared of it. Clearly, you don't understand how things work. I don't because I grew up with both cats and dogs well, here's and the thing, they John. seem to be fine with each other. No, well, here's the thing. Cats and dogs living his living together is mass hysteria. I have heard this. I've heard this rumor before. It's not a rumor. It's pr- pretty much, you know, accurate. A, do- a doctor said it. Yes, it's true. This man has no penis. God damn you. <sighs> yes, it's true. This cat has no penis because she's a girl. Well, that's fantastic. Same with the dog. Also a girl? Yes. Well, great, John. The cat cat is now sitting next to me and the microphone, so this is going to go great. Let's stop talking about animal genitalia and start talking about what you've been doing this past week. I heard you've been Fultoning children. I mean, I've been doing a lot of animal genitalia because, you know... Nope, we're not doing this podcast. I have to clean up after the dogs... That pees. John, tell me about Metal Gear, for the love of God. Metal Gear Solid Five. I wish I had the, the game with me, otherwise I could give you a check-in on uh, wonderful, dumb Metal Gear names. I mean, you could uh, just make them up. This shit's crazy, dog. I'm, it's starting to get real Metal Gear at this point, and I'm Fultoning. Uh, just to answer your question, though, I haven't actually Fultoned any children yet. I've simply gotten the ability by punching uh, Eli, a, uh, a small child in the face a whole bunch of times until he uh, started to submit. Spoilers, by the way. I mean, I guess this game's like a year and a half old, don't, so... Don't say it. Can't I? No. Because I really want to talk about the things that are happening in this game. We're, we're and... streaming on a video game website. 
we are streaming on a video game website. That's true. So I would I would recommend saving that because people are still getting to that game. I mean, again, though, I feel like the statues of limitations are way up. That no, game is you, a year you can just and a half say old. It's, it's it's a character that's been in the series before. But then I also can't talk about the crazy story shit that I've gotten up to. That whole oh my fucking god, Owen. You, you you can save that for off the air. Tell me personally that oh! people don't deserve it. No, people don't deserve it. This cat doesn't deserve it. True. That's why she's leaving the room. But John, are are you streaming that game? Uh, I haven't been, but that's also because I you know have been busy like watching these dogs and doing other things. And also I didn't have, I brought my PlayStation over there, but didn't bring my, uh, my receiver for the PlayStation headset. So whoopsies. Well, great. Uh, but now I have it. So yeah, I'll, I'll stream some tonight. If you want to watch me after we do the show. Well, uh, we'll see about tonight because I'm, I'm qu- this is, this is probably ending a bit late, but you know, in the next coming days, you should, you should stream and have people follow you and do it. Not if we do this show really quickly, because I don't have a lot to talk about when it comes to a certain show. I have no idea what you're talking about. We cover shows? We cover tragedies. Okay, fair enough. But, hey, uh, hey, actually, just... sorry, let me use the correct parlance. We make movies. Oh, uh, boy. Hey, John, speaking of making movies, you know what I just bought today? The Movies by Lionhead Studios. No. That that's a I, 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 I like a web, that game. I, I bought a webcam. Oh. So that I'll be able to do video on my streams in the future. I can technically do video on my streams. I just don't want people seeing me. Well, when I'm when I'm playing Destiny in less than a month. Yes, I it's insane that's out in less than a month, but but I want to yeah, be able to wow. have face cam. Yeah, then again, you have a way more, like, crazy technical setup than I do, which is just, I got this PlayStation 4, and I'm just gonna hit the stream button on it. Yeah, I bought it. I got a PlayStation camera, so I can have that plugged in and hit the stream button on it. Yeah, I have a whole setup where I can do Discord and all that fancy stuff, and, you know, build scenes the way I want. So I'm gonna have a camera in the corner, hopefully, in the future. Well, aren't you fucking special? But, uh... You know what Algatha, the uh, the company that I have the streaming uh, USB thing for, just announced? Uh, no. Uh, in fact, I, I actually wasn't even sure that you had an Elgato, but that's cool to know. I, I've heard those things are good. It's fantastic. It's perfect. I love it. But Elgato just announced a green screen. What? Yeah. It's a green screen. What? Why? They're like it comes in this box, and then you just pull it up, and then it you know supports itself, and then you have a portable green screen. Oh, okay. You know why they have the green screen, right? Are green screens like a really hard thing to get? Well, it's, if you're moving around a whole bunch and like don't want to put up a sheet and make sure it's completely flat or paint a wall green, yeah, it's pretty pretty good to have. Okay. So I'm, I mean, it, I'm not, I'm honestly not trying to be a dick. I like, I literally don't know anything about green screen technology and was like, I, I thought this was something that was figured out. Well, I mean, yeah, but like having an easy way to do it is the problem. 
Yeah, like, again, I'm saying I didn't know that was a problem that hadn't been figured out yet. I mean, it is figured out. It's just, like, super dumb expensive or time-consuming. And this is a, a cheaper alternative? It's, like, a super easy alternative. I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd say cheaper, but it's a lot less hassle than having oh. to, you know, make sure your screen has zero wrinkles in it. This sounds like a... I'm waiting for the shoe to drop of how much is it? Oh, here, let me let me send you a link. And then I will tell you that this thing is $150. Okay, I was preparing for something like, oh my god, this is going to be, like, so expensive. $150? bucks. like alright, let's look at the dimensions on this. It's It looks pretty great for what it is. And having it, like... Stand up completely flat and be portable and easy to store. Like, once I get $150 and they start streaming more, I'm thinking I'm going to probably pick up one of these bad boys. Because it seems super great. Alright, so it's about, like, six feet by seven. Like, a little under six by a little under seven. That's that's pretty fucking reasonable. Yeah, and plus, you remember, you're going to be sitting down. Probably play your game, so it's pretty. It's pretty great. Yeah, I that's think, not bad. I think this is gonna be awesome for people, and I hope to save up money and get one of these bad boys. Well, how about that? I also want to get one of those. Uh, uh, yeah, the pat, the stream deck thing with the, all the LED buttons that you can have do different commands. I don't know what that is. It's, uh, it sounds like some cool future tech. Yeah, well, here I'll give you a link to that as well. It's also Elgato. All right, it's then. also hundred. It's also one hundred fifty dollars. Okay, then. It's a lot of money. That sounds also reasonable for their weird future tech, even if it's something that doesn't that does like one thing of yeah, mild well, usefulness. Well, you can they can do literally anything. You can program them to be anything, and they have LEDs, so you can make the the display on the buttons be anything you want. Can I program it to? Turn on the lights in my house. No, it's, it's a comu- it controls your computer. Does it control Alexa? Can I control it to stop all the downloading? I don't know. Maybe. Help computer. You can have a button that has a cap on it. And it'll just post cap in your chat. <laughs> That's pretty dumb. That's bad. It's well, people use technology for evil. We we all know this. I yeah. suppose. But yeah, Algato does not sponsor us. But if they want to give me stuff, I'm not going to complain. Wink. Uh, I will complain. All right. They'll, because they'll we are sponsored st- by the people out there over at Patreon.com/slash/PWC. Well, if they also want to support us. I'm not going to say no. All right then. Just maybe maybe they'll donate to our Patreon, and then also give us a green screen. All right then. Anyway, that's uh, the other only other bit of news I have is uh, Sonic Mania looks like the greatest game ever made. I didn't realize that comes out next week, and I might need to buy that. It's twenty dollars. You should fucking buy it. It's not twenty dollars. It's seventy dollars, and you know this. Okay, but I don't know where you're going to get the collector's edition because it's sold out everywhere. Life finds a way. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I have the collector's edition coming. There's only one problem. 
know what that problem is? No. It's uh it's not coming on Tuesday. Oh no. It's it's coming out. It's coming to me on Thursday. Alright, I mean if it's sold out everywhere, then maybe I'll just like Is it the only way to get it physical though? I mean it's digital games. It comes with a code. There's no disc. Well I know, but But yeah, it's the only way to get it physical is that yes. <laughs> Let me double check real fast, make sure, because some people said, oh, it, it bumped up to be Tuesday, but I don't believe them. I think they're lying. Let's see. But uh, as as I looked this up, let me just say that uh, they keep showing off stuff for this game, and it keeps making me think that I hold Sonic 3 and Knuckles in like the highest regard. It's my favorite game ever made. I think this might beat it. I think this legitimately has a shot to be a better Sonic game. Seems nah. like it. Nope, it still says coming Thursday. And it's the, the PS4 cl- Collector's Edition, so you know what that means. No. It means on Tuesday I'm going to buy the Switch version. Alright then. Because I, I'm, I don't give a shit, I'll, I'll buy that game twice. I know Why what I'm getting. Special? John, they put Blue Sphere in. They did, in fact, put Blue Sphere in. And it's, like, widescreen? And it's got, a, like, a, a better mix of the song? And what? I'm confused, I'll admit, as to why Blue Sphere is in there. Because it's the greatest special stage ever. Duh. But it's as a bonus stage. So what does it do? It's a secret. But I think I know what it is. So obviously the special stage with the UFOs for the Chaos Emeralds, right? Yeah. The Blue Sphere is for the Super Emeralds. Hmm. What if they bring back Super Emeralds and you become hypersonic? I don't know. This game is hit, like hitting every checkbox I have. Only if Tails gets the weird little flickies around him. Uh, obviously. John, you understand how, like, detailed they are getting into this game, right? Yes. Like, they know what they're doing. If they're gonna do Super You don't have to explain to me, man. I was part of the Sonic fan game community for quite a while. I I know me some Christian Whitehead. I'm just just saying, they... If they're doing Super Emeralds, they're gonna do them 100% accurate. Christian Whitehead is a man that clearly understands Sonic in a way that I never will, and I respect that. He is going to single-handedly save Sonic the Hedgehog. Better than Sonic Forces will. Yeah, it's it's a different stupid. Uh, it's the bad stupid. I don't know. Having the original characters and the crazy uh, edgelord... Enemies, pretty hilarious. It's catering to the wrong fans. John, you know what? As long as they have one for us and one for them, I don't care what they do. They can do whatever they want over there. As long as they keep putting out games like Sonic Mania, then whatever. I can't abide by that. You know, Sega's said that essentially the sales of Sonic Mania will determine the future of the Sonic franchise. Okay, then. Like, if it sells real well, then they may say, alright, we're gonna keep making Genesis-style Sonic games. 
while also having these weird 3D ones that no one will buy. Except for me, because I'm an idiot. I just... I don't get it. Like, I really don't get it when this seems like such an obvious fucking, like... Do, do you idiots not remember what happened with XCOM, where they were making that weird offshoot XCOM that became the Bureau? Uh, and, and then they were like, oh, by the way, we're making, like, a real XCOM, and then, whoops, real XCOM was super fucking successful. Who'd have thought that people wanted to play that game, right? Well, here's the thing, John. People really want to play Sonic Forces 2. It's just not us. I'm going to again ask, do they? Yes, because they keep selling. Do they? Yes, they do. They seriously do. I don't get it. I don't I don't think it's good, but But I'm not happens. sure they do. It cause it doesn't seem like Sonic Lost World did that great. I heard that Sonic Generations didn't do as well as Colors did. What? Really? I <sighs> Yeah. Sonic Generations is great. I heard that, like, they, that, you know, Sonic really hasn't had a hit since Colors. Like, Colors did way better than they thought it would do, but, like, fucking so Black Knight fucking bombed. Well, hey, how about I put it to you this way, John? Mm-hmm. As long as they have the, the shitty, you know, 3D Sonic and they have the awesome 2D Sonic, all the shitty friends can stay over there. True. They won't have... An impetus to go, wait, we should put, we have all these other characters and we only have one Sonic series. We should put them in and ruin everything. Okay, I just need to go on one last quick Sonic rant before we go on to wrestling news and of we course. really should because this is going on 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, I course. guess it makes up for the fact that I don't want to talk about Raw this week. Anyway, uh -huh. it still really pisses me off that, like, okay, so Sonic Lost World right. is a Did game. Not play it. It's it's very good. It's actually, you know, it, it's clearly unfinished in a lot of ways. Like, it feels like a game that they certainly ran out of time with. And I feel like in a lot of ways, like, you need to play both it and the fucking uh, GB or 3DS one because they both kind of feel like taken together. They are like two halves that would have made a really good complete whole if you just smashed them together. Right. Uh, but the point being... Sonic Lost World had a lot of really cool mechanics and really in and really interesting take on how you play Sonic games. I thought it was really fucking good. I know it didn't sell particularly well, although, you know, it's hard to say how much of that is because of it being the fucking on the Wii U. Right. And now they're suddenly they got the new fucking Sonic game back. Whoops, let's just go back to fucking Generations. I, like, I, you're I just like fucking throwing out all that goddamn work that you did. I really like Generations. So that's kind of why I want to buy this game is because it's Generations again. Except, except not. Original, except for the original levels. I mean, I honestly don't know if Generations with original levels is a thing that sells me. Oh, no, I have no idea, but I'm still Especially curious. when they're doing the thing of, let's add in a third character that plays like some fucking other weird shit. You're saying you don't want to play a Sancho? I'm saying I don't want to fucking hunt for the chaos and master emerald shards, okay? It's not that. That wasn't fucking fun. It's not that. It's, How it's, do you know? Because I've seen the gameplay. What is the gameplay? The gameplay is, yo, it's a mix of the other two, the 2D and the 3D Sonic, 
but also, yo, you have a weapon. So you can, like, depending on what weapon you have, you unlock different routes. So it's Shadow the Hedgehog! Yes! No! Damn! That's horrible! I, I, John, I'm gonna hold my, you know, I'm gonna wait to see it and actually, like, play it before I say if it's bad or not. It might be terrible. But since this is the last podcast before I actually get my hands on the full version of Sonic Mania, let me just tell you, as someone who played two levels of it already... No one's talking about Sonic Mania. We're talking about Sonic Forces. No, Clearly, Sonic, Sonic Mania Forces. is going to be fine and great and also fine and great. No, I'm just I'm just letting you know because this is the last time I get to talk about it with you before it comes out. If you like classic Sonic, this is a thousand percent that. This, this is going to be amazing. You're going to love I, it. I got your classic Sonic right here. Where? Where? It's a Sonic doll. It's on oh. my bed. Nice. I also have a Sonic doll. Adam, since I was like a child. Nice. Also, you should mute your text tones because we're gonna go talk about wrestling news. Sorry, I didn't realize that was on. Anyway. Anyway, I'm gonna hit the jingle now. Hit the music. Hey, John. Everything sucks. That's the news. Uh, not just everything sucks, but also everyone is dead. That's why everything sucks. Well, not really. Because the the first person we're talking about that suffered an injury is Bailey, and good. I'm not willing to say that is good. Alright, fine. No, that fact that she's injured, not good. The fact that she won't have a match with Alexa Bliss, very good. Is it, though? Yes. This sounds like someone didn't watch Raw this week. Why would I do that? Fair. Like, come on, dude. I know what happened. I didn't watch it, though. Fair. Ne- next week, they're going to have Nia Jax and uh, Sasha Banks fight for the uh, the right to fight Alexa Bliss, and I wonder who it's going to be. Can you believe it? Is it going to be the obvious choice, or is it going to be the person that I said last week should have that title shot? I don't care what you say. I think Nia Jax should get the shot. It's a much better story than having Sasha Banks do it again. Is it? Yeah. How? Because it's fresh match. Is it? We've seen it already. Not really. I don't care. That, that, was n- that didn't have a conclusion. Will this one? Yes. Nia Jax wins the title. That's that's some real wishful thinking you got so, there. So on the same night we get Nia Jax and we get Bing Bong both winning titles. It's great. Raw that's will be saved. Real wishful thinking you have there, especially the part where you say Raw will be saved. Well, yeah, by Nia Jax and Braun Strowman, of course. Who's who's the bigger stars in, in, on the brand than those two? Uh, I can think of a number of people. Clearly, I don't watch Raw, so I'm, shut up. <laughs> Let me let me live my fantasy. No. Well, fine. Your hopes I'm, and dreams are dead. Well, fine. Then I'm gonna ruin your dreams by saying more of all people got hurt because Scott Dawson got hurt bad. Oh, what the fuck! You, you didn't hear? I I heard that something was going on with the revival and they they were injured, but like I didn't hear what happened. Scott Dawson got hurt. 
Just after fucking Dash Wilder got his fucking jaw yes. fixed? I believe it's an ACL tear. Oh my god, no. Or at least if that's what it possibly will be. Something's going on. They're still evaluating him. Oh no. Or does Revival either... Depending on the injury, he could either be out for a couple weeks or a couple months. <sighs> Jesus Christ. But either way, they are not eligible for SummerSlam. Jesus Christ. And your tag team division sucks now and is dead forever. My tag team division has always sucked, so it's not like anything's really getting that much worse. I it's mean, just... You have the Hardys. They should be good. They should not. be, but they're not doing the thing that made them good, so yeah. what are you going to do? Not watch. Don't yeah, I? that's what I feel like a bunch of people are doing. Oh, actually, though... Oh, no. I have news. Oh, dear. Hey, John. Yes, Owen. How do you think Raw's doing? Ratings-wise. Not great, but better than it's been doing in the past several months. Well, it's pretty good, considering, you know, it was dipping down real low, and now it keeps rising. Like I said, not great, but better than it's been doing for the past several months. 3.23 million viewers. This week. Again, that seems better than what they've been doing, but, like, not great compared to where they were, like, even a year ago. Well, also, last week had the triple threat SummerSlam thing, and that did a 3.16. This The Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns last man standing match drew even more people. I think that you can't really take that into account. I'm saying Braun Strowman draws. Let, let, just let it wash over you. I like it. that, and I like what you're getting at, but I, I think that, you know, I, I think the one thing I will say is I do think that's a bit of an unfair comparison because I, I think that having a good episode with an exciting thing makes people want to tune in. Like, it didn't, you know, it's not like... They tuned in to last week's episode, let's say, for the triple threat, but I feel like hearing that that triple threat was really good and was, like, you know, the capper to hour two and, like, was a really cool thing that happened made people want to check out this week's episode. And I think, you know, it, it doing that is a smart way to do it because, you know, it makes people – it helps build up audience long term. The problem is that then you get this week's episode, which I think will squander all of that. Well, we'll see how the ratings do next week, then. If they hold steady or increase, then your logic is flawed. Fine. Also, this was the last week was the highest rate ratings in three months, and then now this one is the highest in three months. All right then. So good. The summer season's heating up just in time for SummerSlam. Just in time for the audience to drop off again because of the football. That's true. I know. Uh, but, yo, SmackDown. Congratulations on your monumental, useless gains. But, John, there's no football on Tuesdays. Not yet. Shut up. Never. 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 Le you leave SmackDown alone because SmackDown also had really good ratings. I've heard. It had 2.58 million viewers, which is an increase of 15,000 from the previous week. And is also the highest ratings in the past three months. 
Not bad. So viewership's up. It's good. Wrestling is not totally ruined. People are actually tuning into this shit. It's not just us. I mean, wrestling is not totally ruined is in the eye of the beholder, let's say. If they're making money, then sure, it's good. I mean, it's good in the sense that maybe they won't cancel some more fucking WWE network shows or fire people. Oh, that's that's a shame you say that, because just today, uh, the NXT Insider show that they do with uh, Kathy Kelly got canceled. What? Yep. Lasted a couple weeks, and then they pulled the plug. Jesus Christ, they can't commit to anything. No, of course not. Like, what happened to all their YouTube shows that they used to do? What YouTube shows? Like JBL and Cole. Doesn't exist anymore. They really just canceled everything? Yeah, dude. Like, you would have thought they would have been like, hey, you're doing this shit that, like, just gets us free publicity anyway. Hey, like, re- hey John, remember Ride Along? Yeah. That's canceled. It is? Yeah. I, honestly, I thought that Ride Along was one of the few things that survived because nope. it's so low budget to do because it's literally just, yo, we threw a couple fucking dash cams in the car. Nope, it's canceled. Wow. I, I wonder if Swerve will get canceled, too. I thought Swerved already was canceled. I don't know. If you thought it was before, then they all of a sudden had a second season, so who knows? We'll never see the rest of the episodes of Camp WWE, because that's not happening anymore. I didn't know there were more episodes of Camp WWE. Yeah, they only only had episodes for the first half of the season, then they didn't show the other ones. Huh. I don't know. Vince McMahon's a bad person. I mean, in fairness, that's one that is not... I, I don't... I'm not missing that one. I thought it was stupid, but I appreciate how stupid it was. I found it inoffensive. Like, like yeah. that's honestly the best, the best and worst thing I can say about that show is inoffensive. But if in case you missed what I said, I said Physic Man's stupid. Yeah, he is. That was never an argument. Give us a show. You have free space on your network now. We'll, we'll Can't wait for them to cancel. Uh, fucking bring it to the table. Bring it to the table. That's the one. No, of course, of course they won't cancel that. You know why they won't cancel that? No, I actually don't. Well, because obviously it features two Vince McMahon yes men who will just, you know, pretend to be shooting, but instead will just, you know, say what Vince McMahon wants people to believe. Corey is a good worker. He also is a corporate yes man. That's what I'm saying. He's a he's a good worker. And it's- we all know JBL always has been. Oh, yeah, clearly. So that, like, that seriously is the reason why that show will never be canceled. Because it's trying to, like, play up to the people who are all behind the scenes, but actually, you know, it's not the actual story. It's the story Vince wants you to know. Yeah. Of course. And that's, why, a, that's, also, that's what, why that's staying, and Talking Smack is not. It's all kayfabe. Talking Smack was not, and now it's gone. I mean, it sort of was. But here's the important question, John. Uh, next week, uh, SummerSlam. Yeah. Do we get Raw Talk or do we get Talking Smack? I think we get neither. They said it's after pay-per-views, though. I think and, we get neither. And actually, someone asked uh, Renee on on Twitter, 
a couple weeks ago after you know after Battleground saying so for SummerSlam are we getting Raw Talk or Talk or Smack? He says I honestly don't know. Again, I think the answer is we're going to get nothing. There's not even no. going to be a post show. Shut up. They gotta do it. They gotta make this thing ten hours. You know it. They're gonna no, have Raw Talk. They don't. And then they're, they're gonna, gonna they're, they're gonna... already making it six hours. They don't need to add another hour that they've already decided they don't really care about and they just like did one last talking smack out of like fucking like pity or just like, oh I guess we gotta do it. But like I feel like the double show is the perfect time for them to be like, no, we're not going to do that. Bye. Well, here, let me, I have a few things to say about that. Number one, you said six hours. Do you honestly think they're not going to overrun it? Of course they're going to overrun it. So it's going to be like seven hours. Yeah. And I was two, trying to be conservative with the, with the hour estimate. And number two, they straight up said that talkie smack is going to continue as a pay- after pay per view exclusive thing. Yeah, I know. I don't think they're going to turn their backs on that. Have you once man. a month and be you know more structured and micromanaged by Vince McMahon is what's going to happen. And my prediction. Let me also counter with one other thing before you continue. Okay, what? Vince McMahon says a lot of things. Okay. Fair enough. But let, let me pitch you my idea. After SummerSlam goes off the air, we get uh, Raw Talk. Then that ends. They change the graphics on the set, and it's, then we're talking smack. That would be really stupid. That's why they should do it. Have Renee study the whole time. Just have her co-host change from Jerry Lawler to Dan O'Brien. No, because it was Jerry Lawler last time. Shut up, I don't want it! Well, you're not going to get what you want, so... I want Daniel Sorry. I want him to yell about tout. I want him to yell about tout. Daniel Bryan wants to yell about tout, too. That's why Vince McMahon won't let him on. Man. You know this. I know, I know. I have one more bit of news. Okay. This is right in your wheelhouse. Oh, really? And so, Amore is a dumbass... I mean, yeah, what's the news? That there's a lot of heap on him backstage. I don't know. So, if have we talked about this on the show yet? No, we haven't. And this is stuff that I've been hearing a little bit about for weeks. But I, I you know, want to know where does. So, first of all, where does all this stuff come from? Well, funny you should say that, John, because if you go to our website, prowrestling.cool, on Friday, the hot take that uh, Michael wrote up is all about this. Oh, which goes into all the details about it, and it's it's backstage talk that's leaking out. That's pretty much how it is. And is it like actually leaking out, or is this yes. like a Vince McMahon leaking out? No, it's actually leaking out, and no one is denying them. And also, the evidence keeps piling up. Hmm. Like, have you, did you not see the tweet from the stripper? What? Yeah, you seriously didn't see the tweet a couple weeks ago from a stripper who said that Enzo came into a came into the uh, the club and was super disruptive and wouldn't you know give out any money. Word. 
Why, why are you wording? That's not what you do. You, you have to pay the ladies. I'm, I'm saying word not as in like I agree with it. I'm saying, oh, word as in like what? Enzo did this? Yep. Enzo, no. Enzo, come on, man. There's a story you, where he was on. You let, the, you let the ladies do their dance and you pay the ladies. Like, what are you doing, man? Come on. Nope. Not, I know you're from Enzo. Jersey, but you should be better than this. No, I feel like, not. as someone from Jersey, you should do this all the time. You know what else people in New Jersey do? What? Talk real loud on their phone. Oh, that is very true. And They do it while they're not pumping their gas. Yeah, well, they were singing in the, in the, uh, the bus, and uh, Roman Reigns kicked them off. Because he was talking on his phone too loudly? Yeah, and disrupting everybody. Oh. Like, dude... Don't just you know, chill out. Don't don't be yelling the whole time. People are tired. Get the fuck off the bus. That happened. Also okay, then. the heat on him is so bad that he is, you know, game changed not in the locker room. They don't want him there. Hmm. Yep. And there's other stories that you can read about in the article going up Friday. But the point is yeah, so I, I actually wanted to ask you about something I had heard about. So, uh, do you know, have heard anything about, uh, I've heard that Enzo is apparently trying to pursue a musical career? That is true. And that apparently this is part of the heat that is surrounding him? Which, yeah. I mean, I, I was just hoping you could, like, chime in, uh, like, you know, how it ties in, because I'm a bit confused by this, because, you know, let's say, for example, uh... Our truth put out a fucking album like last year, dog. Yeah, but he did it with WWE's permission. Enzo's not doing any of that. He's doing this out all on his own. Without getting any okays or clearance to do outside stuff like this. When you know WWE is super micromanagey about what their superstars do. Mm. So yeah. The fact that he's doing it has a conflict of interest with that is rubbing people even more the wrong way. It's like, yo, do you actually want to be here? I don't know. Like, that's the kind of the thing. That's the kind of thing where I feel like I can give en Enzo that one because it's like, yeah, he wants to be there, but he also wants to do his side thing. Yeah, but and the thing is that he's also doing all the other disruptive shit too so yeah i, the I fact get that. that you have heat and then you're doing this instead of you know letting things cool down it's not good i suppose even to the fact where big cast stopped you know supporting him you know having his back backstage and Is that's that why they broke them up 100 percent it's exactly why and it's why the promo that he cut was kind of truthful So yeah, the word is that he may be sent back to NXT or he might be sent to 205 Live. They don't know yet. I mean, I guess it's it's smart of them in one way to, you know, recognize that, like, this dude makes us money and people fucking love him. So we got to use him however we can. Just those both just seem like terrible options. It's better than him, you know, being on Raw. Look what he's doing right now. Is that our segue to talk about Raw? If you'd like to. Okay, yeah, please, let's do it. Please talk to me about Raw.
Ross fucking awful. What? I can't believe it. Like, so you may have noticed this week that there wasn't an about last night. Yeah, why? Because I honestly cannot find the words to talk about how bad this Raw was. Like, I feel like something broke in me watching this week's episode. Like, it's not that it was worse than it's been, or, like, anything was so offensive about it. It's just, everything was so fucking boring and so fucking tired and all about setting up a fucking show that I'm not interested in seeing because they've done nothing to build up my excitement for it. And I just, I don't care. I don't care about anything that's happening. I don't care about any of these people. I don't want to see what they're going to do. It's all just a mess. And it feels like there's been absolutely no forward momentum in any context whatsoever. I, I just, I, I've in a way I can't do it anymore. Well, you have to. It's it's your job. It's horrible. It, but still, you have to do it. Like, every division is trash. You mean example? The women's division is trash. That I will agree with. They had Bailey cut a promo about how she's so sad about, you know, not, you know, her shoulder being Finn Ballard and how she, you know, wants to fight back and come back and all this stuff. And the crowd fucking booed her. And like, she kind of couldn't handle it. And I can't blame her, but I also can't blame the crowd for booing her because she's been booked so horrendously as of late. But you're making clear that they were booing the character, not her injury, right? Yeah, but, like, it, it's... Okay, yes, that is a, g- a good clarification. They were booing... They were straight up booing Bailey. They were not booing the fact that she was injured and couldn't compete in this match. They were booing her coming back. Wow. And, like, how do you fucking... How do have we gotten to a place where Bailey is so fucking just like hated? Cause she's booked to be hated. I know. It's just it's it's baffling to me that we've gotten to a place where like someone who should be like fucking again, this is the person that should be Lady John Cena, and yeah, she's John Cena alright, but like the worst parts of Cena. Also consider the fact that Sasha Banks was my favorite wrestler. If we're talking about the whole booking of the women's division. And now I don't want her to be in the title match because I don't like what she has become. Yeah, and like the crowd didn't even really want her in the match. Like, did you notice when... Because I saw... I I did see some of Raw, you know, a little behind the curtain. I did watch a little bit of it. And uh, when Sasha Banks came out... Dead silence. The crowd was on their... They're sitting on their hands. Yep. Dead silence for Sasha. That was bizarre. It not even booze. Not even anything. That That's the worse o- than booze. Yeah. Like, the only person that got any kind of reaction was, was Emma. Because Emma's great. I mean, yeah, Emma's fantastic. It's not like I'm sitting here saying that Emma didn't deserve the reaction. But a part of me is saying that it felt, feels like the reaction was mostly because... People were being contrary and wanted to cheer for Emma in protest of how badly she's been booked. They wanted something different. And been in the doghouse for literally no reason. It's what, what the, they were cheering for change. 
That's what they were cheering for, and Ember w- could have been that change if she. And in typical fashion, WWE said, "Fuck you! Here's the person that kicked ass all match, and they're being tapped out by Sasha because, of course, this was going to be Sasha versus Nia Jax." I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I told you ahead of time, like, duh. Of course, that's what's going to be. Well, I mean, of course. And like, why? Because nothing ever changes. War never changes. Hey, did you see the uh, the Nia Jax, Mickey James, Dana Brooke match? By the oh, way, oh hell no, I was I tapped out of that show way before that. Guess what? It was like four minutes. Oh great! Let me guess. She just mauled them both and then just pinned them both at the same time. Uh, didn't pin them both, but uh, yeah. Cool. I can't wait for her to lose. Crowd very much wanted Mickey James to do something, like anything. Yeah. Did you do anything? No. What? Can't believe it. Can't believe it, John. You know what else is bad on Raw? Everything? The tag division. But yes, but the tag division specifically. Oh yeah, because uh, I have a question for you. Yeah. So the the Hardys last week had this whole yep. thing where they were like, oh, we're, we were awoken now, and we're going to start being weird. Yep. Did they continue that this week? They weren't on this week. They weren't even on. Nope. Summer Slam's like in like about two weeks, or now it's a little over a week. What are they doing? Uh, seemingly nothing. Why? Because they need to instead book a much better and more exciting matches like Big Show versus Big Cass with Enzo Amore in a shark cage. Hold on a second. Now, I heard people joking about this, and I didn't think they were being serious. They are 100% serious. This is a match at SummerSlam. They're bringing the shark cage back, and they're putting Enzo in it. They are putting Enzo Amore in the shark cage. Now, if, if Brooklyn is smart, and I hope they're smart, they should throw trash at that shark cage. They should just pelt him with trash, because he's a pinata and he deserves to be broken. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Fine. This is bad. I don't like this. Why is this happening? Why? Is I this- don't know! This is like the fucking third or fourth time that Big Show and Big Cass have fought over fucking Enzo Amore and the fact that apparently Big Cass doesn't have respect which is rich coming from fucking someone defending Enzo Amore exactly it's terrible why John I don't know also, why are Enzo Amore and Big Show a tag team? Because he's a big guy, he's got nothing else, he's got big in his name, he's got nothing else going on. It just feels like they're ribbing Big Show. Like, Big Show lost a bet and he's the one that has to fucking hang out with Enzo now. That, you know what, that actually makes sense. Shit, I cracked the code, didn't I? You broke the walls down. But yeah, uh, the Hardys seemingly are not going to do anything at SummerSlam now that the Revival's gone. Uh, didn't even bring up the Revival's injury on Raw. But hey, we got to see the Good Brothers fight the new tag team of Enzo and Big Show, so 
Great. No, thanks. I'm good. Great. Can, can we talk about something different? Because I, I have a question. Yeah, let's talk about what's actually going on with the tag team titles. But in not, the actual tag team division. Oh, I, what's your question? I didn't want to. I didn't want to talk about that. I, I had a quick question about another title. Oh, okay. So, uh, what's the Miz doing at SummerSlam? We'll get to that. So we don't. They didn't book. They didn't make a match or build. You know, they do anything to progress that story. No. What? I mean, it's it's like next week. No. John, the, the show's next week. They have to, they have to build something, right? Owen. Yeah. Remember when they had Night of Champions one year, and they literally opened the show by saying, "Hey, we forgot to put Dean Ambrose in a match." Yeah. Remember this company. Oh my god, they're gonna... No. At least fucking announce it for the kickoff or something. You got two hours. Did they even announce any raw kickoff matches? No. Oh god, what is... The show, they have one more show left. They have to book stuff. They announced uh, Big Show and Big Cass with Enzo in the cage. That's the only match they announced. Ah, Why? Everything else is going to seemingly be announced next week. The women's match is going to be announced next week because they have to have the fucking match between Nia and Sasha. Right. Uh, the Intercontinental Championship, as I said, like, who the fuck knows? What if because they just don't? Yeah, let's, okay, you know what, fine. Let's talk about the Intercontinental Championship. Let's talk about how well they're doing The Miz. So, The Miz's segment this week was opening Raw to be like, I want to fucking fight Jason Jordan because he embarrassed me and I'm pissed off. Oh, so they're going to build up for the match. Great. And then Kurt Angle comes out and says, actually, no, you're not going to get Jason Jordan because Jason Jordan has a match against Curtis Axel this week. So, just announce a match for SummerSlam. Dude, but instead, doing? I'm going to give you a cool Miz TV interview, and that's here. Hang out and talk to Brock Lesnar. You guys had nothing to do with each other. And then the rest of the segment is the Miz running down Brock Lesnar because he thinks that Brock Lesnar is a fucking part timer. That is bullshit. And again, Miz is kind of right. Well, here's the thing. That, that at least makes sense because he did that to John Cena. Yeah. Except this guy is a scary monster man. Who can eat him alive. Basically, he said to him, you're going to lose your title at SummerSlam. I hope you're hyped for that, because fuck you. Did he actually say that? He didn't say it in in those words, but he did totally tell him that he's going to lose his title and there's nothing he can do about it. Okay, that's cool. To which Paul Heyman was like, Let's do some role-playing. I'm going to pretend that you're Brock Lesnar's competitors at SummerSlam. Brock Lesnar's going to play the role of Brock Lesnar. And then Brock Lesnar murdered the entire Miz Taraj and Miz. And F5'd every single one of them and fucking killed Curtis Axel so that he couldn't even have his match. Well, that makes the Intercontinental title look great. Yeah. Awesome. Didn't see Miz for the rest of the show. I bet you we don't see him until after SummerSlam. I'm going to call it. They're not going to do the Jason Jordan match at the pay-per-view. But hey, it's cool because we got Jason Jordan versus Random Jobber. Uh, who does that benefit? 
well, it certainly didn't benefit Jason Jordan because everybody hates him. Well, yeah. Because he broke up American Alpha. What the fuck? Everyone knows that the good, the cool guy in that tag team was Chad Gable. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I, Chad Gable's great. Jason Jordan was okay when he was with him. Remember all the years in NXT that Jason Jordan was by himself? Yeah, I do. And, and, and I we're think like, he sucks. <sighs> I don't know. I, I, as I've I have written about this uh, before on the site, and the thing I would say is that like I think that saying that Jason Jordan ever sucked was a and big overstatement. Jason Jordan was very talented. He just never had a character that ever really connected with anyone. And like, how about now? I think that now they have a, a they had a chance to do right by teaming him up with. By having American Alpha teaming them up with Angle, like I feel like there's a way they could have teamed them up with Angle that would have done this right and well and made everybody look good. They've just done it in the worst fucking possible way imaginable and made everybody look terrible. Oh, great! You're telling me WWE is terrible at writing? I can't believe it. Yeah, like I'm saying that like. The idea of using fucking Kurt Angle to get uh, Jason Jordan some fucking uh, some heat is like a really great idea and a really smart idea. But the way they've done it is the worst fucking. It's not even that the execution is bad. It's that the idea is the worst idea. Hmm. The answer to what if we made him his son should have always been you're you're joking, right? Oh, come on, WWE, of course you're not joking. Anyway, you want to talk about the tag team titles now? Yes, please. They're still not a match booked for that. John, it's a pay-per-view's next week. I know. And I mean, look, we all know that it's going to be Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose versus Cesaro and fucking Sheamus, but like... Make the match! Let's, let's talk about how much they suck. So, this week, as you remember, last week they had Seth Rollins and Sheamus fight, and then uh, Sheamus got the win, and Seth Rollins and started getting, like, trying to beat him up, and, like, uh, got messed up, and then Dean Ambrose came out and saved him. You remember all this, correct? Yeah, so that would mean that if they're set up a tag match, they would have Dean Ambrose versus Cesaro. And then just flip the roles, right? So this week, uh-huh. Sheamus and, and Seth Rollins fight again. What? Why? Because Sheamus is like, I'm mad that you beat me. Rah, I'm uh, No, Seth Rollins is like, I'm mad you beat me. Rah, I want another chance. So they have basically the same match again. Did, did, did it still yell Barrett down? Yeah. That's and when he yells burn it down, now fire appears all on the, the video and the stage. Oh, well, that's stupid. It's stupid in a way that I kind of appreciate, if I'm being honest. Okay. But yeah, they basically have the exact same match again, except this time, of course, Seamus wins. Of course he does. He's the one that gets the roll up. 
Fuck it, why not? Or wait, no, Seth Rollins, my bad, my bad. Wait, the, the person who... It's so, yeah, the person that the person that won last, lost last week got the roll-up this time. Then fuck it, 50-50 booking, who cares? Yep. Did Dean Ambrose save him afterward? Uh, no, in fact, Seth Rollins just got the shit kicked out of him. That's cool. And then he ran into Dean Ambrose backstage and was like, yo, man, what the fuck? You didn't help me. And Ambrose was like, yeah, I didn't. Fuck you. I told you I wasn't going to help you. Eat a dick. That's, did, did he actually say that? He didn't tell him to eat a dick, but he did say the rest of that. Yes. Okay. And then uh, Seth Rollins got all angry and was like, it was three years ago. Get over it. What do I have to do to prove that I'm not that person anymore? And Dean Ambrose was like, you can't fuck you. Fair. So then later in the mat- night, Dean Ambrose <coughs> has that match with Cesaro. That's how they do have the match. They do have the match, but of course, you know, we had to do this bullshit first. Of course. So anyway, uh, Dean Ambrose, uh, basically, they have the exact same match, you know, as Seth Rollins and Sheamus. And of course, Dean Ambrose wins with a roll-up. And Sheamus and Cesaro start beating the shit out of him, because they don't like that. And And then Seth Rollins comes out and makes the save. And Dean Ambrose does the shield fist, and is like, okay, you know what? Thank you. I I respect what? you. I'm a, I'm gonna give you the shield fist. I recognize Why? you. Why, John? Why would Dean Ambrose do this? Because no, no. Why would they do this after all the well, shit? Well, guess what? You know, I mean, I think it makes. I think this part's okay. You know what's not okay? Did, did he do Seth Rollins he, just walks away. Yeah. Wait, what? Oh, nope, Seth Rollins this, just walks away. Fist? So now we have another Why? fucking week of like, oh, can they be friends? I don't know. This was the thing you wanted, dude. This is what oh, you God. wanted. Well, you know, so this has to lead to what I said should happen weeks What's ago. What's that? should be that they finally you know work together as a team and at SummerSlam Dean Ambrose turns on Seth Rollins I mean cool that would be great but instead we're going to once again tease oh man can these two coexist despite the fact that they've been coexisting pretty well and whatever what hey John I know this is terrible isn't it you know what's cool was actually pretty good about this show yeah, the main event There's was actually good? very all right. I mean, look, last man standing matches are not my favorite thing, especially the way WWE does them. But I, I, I like that gif was that wonderful, and that gif was the best thing about Raw. Oh, good. So I didn't have to watch. I just got instead yeah. of three hours. I got uh, three seconds. That main cool. event was really good and and pretty well done. Um hampered by the fact that, A, the ending was fucking bullshit. Do you know how it ended? 
Okay. No, so I how it ended was basically uh, the ref stops counting for Braun Strowman, who's down for like fucking t- minutes because fucking because fucking Samoa Wait, Joe shows up and starts fucking with everything and fucking chokes Oaks Roman Reigns out, and that's how Roman loses. Wait. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Was Strowman still down? I mean, he gets back up. Why did the ref stop counting? That's a really good question, isn't it? Because the ref was like, oh, geez, what are you? Oh, Samoa Joe, what are you doing? Oh, man, what? Oh, my God. How can you interfere in this no disqualification match? I mean, well, I guess technically the count stops when one of the competitors gets, you know, touched. So I guess that can be Can it, though? Because if you notice... Because if you notice in last man standing matches, the other the opponent stays away from them because they're not allowed to you know like hold them down or anything. So, but they didn't touch Braun Strowman, so I don't understand. Because this was continue. terrible. Are you excited for the match? No, that's the thing is that like they've done basically everything in their power to make me not excited for what should be a fucking fantastic match. I hope he wins the title. Actually, I hope he doesn't win the title. I want Joe to win. What? But Joe. Bing bong. But But Joe. Bing bong. He flips over. He flips over ambulances and he's never for people. Bing bong's really young. He has his entire career ahead of him. Joe's really old. I want him to get it once because it's probably the only shot he's got. Shut up! You you don't understand, John, that to win the title, he's Simone, he's Simone, he's Simone, he's Simone. Vince really likes those, I hear. But what if, when he's about to win, Scott Steiner shows up and hits him with a chair? Then wrestling is saved. Okay, then. Perfect. Because Braun Strowman, you know, drives out with an ambulance, but Scott Steiner's in the ambulance the whole time. Anyway, you want to talk? You want to talk about, about more it. bad things on the show? N- no, but yeah, I mean, hey, me I anyway? got some quick hits for you. It's going to be real good. Tell you all about how they're doing such a great job making you want to watch Raw or making you want to watch SummerSlam or some shit. I don't know. Hold on, I've, I've got one thing. Do you, do you have notes for this section? In my head. Okay, because I, I have one I want to bring up, because I, I saw a picture okay. of someone who was on Raw, and I'm, and you should be very I thought you would be very Let's excited it. about it. I, yeah, I Goldust was on Raw this week, and I was just about to bring him up. Because you, cause, okay, cause you, were about, you were yelling, where's Goldust? He's not around! Blah, blah, blah. And then WWE heard this podcast and said, well, fuck you, here's Goldust. Goldust did, did another one of his video promos and said, I'm going to do some shit at SummerSlam. Okay, bye. Is he? Yep. What? Does he I don't know. Match? He said he that been? at SummerSlam, he's going to start his new masterpiece 
and he's going to find his next star? Will they be a hero? Will they be a villain? He doesn't know, but he's going to start his new what? masterpiece, The Golden Era, is is the golden age is back and it just leaves me with so many fucking questions like wait is goldus does goldus have a match is he a face is he a heel is he a is he a manager oh my god john i have an is idea is goldus the manager I now i have an idea yes i think he's a manager i think i know what? his masterpieces it's, it's brilliant it's it's it what? Be the greatest thing ever john what if he brings back some hmm. right she the new marlena that's yes. Let's do it. I would not be opposed to this. That's his new star. But I want gold dust. Gold dust sits in a director's chair at ringside oh, and goes at a microphone at her to, to wrestle. Getting old. Let, let, let him have this. Let him still be a weird, creepy man, but also now he's a director and he's making Summer Ray relevant. Why not? And also both? exist again. Yeah, fine. Have him occasionally wrestle, but also let him be this creepy director manager. Okay, that's a good compromise. We haven't had we haven't had a manager. Yeah, we haven't had a manager that occasionally wrestles that sits in a chair at ringside in a while. It was the last one. All right. All right. Remember, remember the Rocky? No, I've blocked out a lot of Bray Wyatt at this point. Yeah, he was. Was he on this show? Oh no. Uh, well, he was in the ring or talking about how Finn Balor sucks. Or no, Finn Balor was in the ring talking about how he's not scared of Bray Wyatt, and then Bray Wyatt appeared and tried to to fight Finn Balor and was getting his ass kicked, and then he teleported away and. Cut a promo about how Finn Balor needs to run. Uh, you know okay. that thing that he just did. So, yeah, so all right, John. Here's the thing. Finn Balor yeah. got the advantage, right? And we're a little over yeah. a week away from SummerSlam. It, what about the demon, Owen? Two demons are fighting, and I don't care. No, I don't think that's true. I don't think there's going to no, be two demons. No, there's not going to be. The demon is not going to be in this match. I mean, the point is, the demon is always the demon because the demon lives inside of Finn and is always there. Yeah, but I, I don't think he's going to wear the No, I, I just said that he's not going to be the demon. Him a reason. I, I have already acknowledged that. And I know. what I'm saying is, two demons are fighting and I don't care. Even if, even if Finn was being the demon, I wouldn't care. This is bad. That is the point. I, you're, I know, you're getting, you're missing that. the point. No, no, I'm, I'm, this is SummerSlam. Why aren't they doing because the demon? Because literally they haven't had a reason to do the demon. That's what I'm saying. Why isn't there a reason? Why haven't I they mean, made a I'm reason? I mean, I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't have a problem with them not ginning up some dumb reason to make Finn be the demon. Like... I thought that the reason they had Finn be the demon in his SummerSlam match last year was really bad. Yeah, but it's been a year, and this is, should be a special moment for when they reintroduce the Demon King and make it relevant. But, n nope. Finn Balor's going to continue to be a 
bland Mitt Carter that no one I mean, cares about. I mean, that I don't have a problem with. Again, I think the problem, like, I think that they're smart to reintroduce the Demon King and do it slowly. <laughs> like, I think that that's a thing that you can totally, I, I think, think that's a thing that you it. can totally build up because let's be fucking honest here, Owen. This is not going to be the end of Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt. This is going to continue for several more be. months. This will continue into fucking Clash of Champions. No. This will continue into Hell in a no. Cell. No. No, John. It will, yeah. though. No. But it shouldn't. And they shouldn't have the demon appear. But they will. They sh oh, God. Fuck this show. This is bad. I hate this. John, now you're making me upset about Hey, Owen, do you like Elias? No, because no, he lost his last name. Why? Well, guess what? Uh, he wasn't on this week. Oh, good. Hey, Owen, Fuck you him. like Tazawa? Guess what? Hold on. John, you know where he was, where he was though? He was on main oh, event really? before the taping. Yep. Nope. You, you know who he fought? Again? Kalisto. Well, I was wondering what happened to Kalisto. Yeah. <laughs> he was on main event. All right, then. Now, but you're saying something about Tozawa? That no, he's he's a cruiserweight. No well, he fought Arya Davari for the twentieth time. Also, his shoulder's basically completely healed now because uh, to Titus O'Neil bought him a hyperbaric chamber. Is that how those work? As someone who was in the city where Tio was in a hyperbaric chamber and. It Fully healed him for a Super Bowl? Yes, that's how they work. Okay. Just saying, I know from experience. They magically make you all better real fast. Okay. But who cares? Who cares about, about Raw? No, I don't. Are, are we done talking about it? Because you, you've made me very yes, angry. Yes, I've over been the done talking months. about Raw. Fuck this show. Good. Let me talk about SmackDown. If you want, I, thought I mean, it wasn't, didn't seem like it was that great this week. I like SmackDown. Eh. I like SmackDown. I liked most of SmackDown. Eh. How about that? I like the, I like the part where John Cena came out, and the crowd was like, oh, "I hate you." And then he talked about putting over Nakamura, and then the crowd was like, "Yay, Cena!" <laughs> It's like, what the fuck are you doing, crowd? It's almost like Kevin Owens was always right. Well, yeah, he, as we'll talk about later, he is 100% right all the time. But yeah, he was talking about that shit, and then some weird music played that I didn't recognize. And then. Wait, Aaron does he have new music? Out. Really? Yes. It fucking Why did they change sucks. his song? His song was fine. Also, his entrance, his, his stage stuff is different now. It's not, check out this steampunk city. Oh, God, the dark. Does he still have his Pac-Man dots? Wow. No. All it has, like, hey, check out this uh, gif of fire that we have that we use for Seth Rollins. We're going to use it here. And also, here's Baron Corbin's logo on a black, with a black background because huh. whatever. It sucks. They've they've totally ruined his entrance. It is just the worst. It's so boring. I wonder what they're punishing him for. I don't know. He has a briefcase. They should be, like, hyping him up. 
like they did with gender where they said hey your stuff's boring here now you have a cool I mean in guy. fairness they are giving him a pretty hype thing in in their terms by no by giving him a match at SummerSlam uh, no not really but uh one thing I'll give uh, the credit John Cena credit for is that he saw a sign in the crowd that said Baron Corbin is a dumpster fire and said yes yes okay. he is and then the and then the crowd <laughs> changed dumpster fire at him and Baron Corbin was not happy and then he's like hey you know what I beating you doesn't mean anything because fuck you I don't I don't need this I'm out. Which is kind of fair, because being Cena has really diminished in returns lately, because he seems to be losing a whole lot. Like, remember when he lost to Dean Ambrose randomly? On a SmackDown? He lost to the f- former champion, who got his title back. Eh. It's, it's still, he's losing back. Like, yeah, I, I'll, I'll give now, you so. that, like, Super Cena is not in effect as it was, but, like, I'd at least say that, you know... When you're talking about like, oh man, it doesn't like doesn't mean anything anymore. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm I'm not saying that. Oh, I'm I mean, saying, of course, I'm saying Baron, Baron Corbin's saying that because he's a fucking heel. I just say that. Like, yeah, I, I don't agree with. There's that. actually, yeah, he's a fucking heel, and that's a cool thing to say if you're a heel. There's of course absolutely no truth to it. The people oh, yeah, that have beaten I, him are fucking, you know, I don't... WWE champions. That's what I'm trying to get across is that I don't I don't agree the with that. The motherfucking NXT champion, dog. The belt. The only belt. Eh. I mean the US title's pretty cool now. Eh. But yeah, Baron Corby did that, then Danny Bryan came out and said, Well well actually, fuck you, you're gonna fight John Cena at SummerSlam. Best part though is that he said that the match isn't happening tonight because Baron Corbin isn't dressed to compete. A little inside baseball, because I had a friend who was at the taping. Baron Corbin had a dark match. Oh, really? 205 Live. He wore the same outfit he was wearing <laughs> during the opening segment. So, Danny Bryan was full of shit. He was totally dressed to compete, because he's wearing his wrestling gear. That's... What? <laughs> Yep, That's I just thought that was really funny. fucking weird. Mm-hmm. But uh, but remember I talked about Corbin's yeah. entrance sucking. Usos okay. entrance is great now because their music starts with them yelling Usos, and then they added the lyrics of the Usos just rapping over. Yeah, you, you told me this theme. last week. Yeah, but they just keep. But I got to hear more okay. of what they were actually saying. And all they're, all they're doing is yelling about uh, they've been down okay. since day one-ish. And it's amazing. Still good. This was a good change. Then they fought... Because they're in Canada, they fought Sammy Zayn. That's a tag team. Them. Because they're Canadians. And everyone from Canada should be cheered by Canadians. Because that's how the U.S. works, right? I mean, it kind of is how the U.S. works. I mean, ignore the fact that Toronto hates Montreal. Which is where yeah, Sami Zayn's but from. Everybody loves Sami Zayn. I don't know. 
friend of mine who was at the show was like, I'm not good chant along with Sami Zayn's song what? because he's from Montreal. They, they have Look, I get them. it. Montreal sucks Mont- and is a hellhole. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of... Don't get me there. wrong. It's a really nice hellhole. It's just the people there suck and are all, like, trying to, trying to be separatists. John? Mm-hmm. Yep. John? Friend, friend of the I'm aware of this. From Montreal. Don't, don't be careful. Uh, you know, to be fair, she's not listening, so go ahead. I will, thank you. Care. It's a beautiful city that has a bunch of stupid issues because they're being dumb and like, we want to, we don't feel like we're Canadian because we speak French. Mm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I get it. Sure. They're basically, I'm basically comparing them to Staten Island. Wow. This guy. A nicer Staten Island. John, John can, no. I, can I tell you what happened? The Usos won. Fine, I won't. Duh, of course they did. Then they called that the New Day. Because remember two weeks ago... They I do remember this. We haven't seen them since. So this... Nope, we haven't. So they're like, where are you, New Day? And then Biggie yelled this thing and came out to the stage. By himself. Meanwhile, Kofi and Xavier dumped the Usos from behind. Which, you know, you would say, oh, but they're baby faces. Like, yo, they also got the fuck beat out of them two weeks ago. Yeah, I wasn't saying anything. I get that. I'm just saying it for the general audience. I but understand yeah, then, then that the laws of, of retribution and wrestling means you get one you get one cheap shot if you've got if a cheap shot has been given to you. Yeah, but then they got steel chairs, and they're like, "We're gonna concerto the fuck out of you," and you just got out like, "Nope, we're out." That might be a little unnecessary, guys. So my question is, do we get a chairs no. match? Do we get an that'd NBA be pretty match? cool. Do we get a penitentiary? No. That would be amazing, though. I'm not even sure what that means, but it would be amazing. It's just a match with a bunch of weapons. So it's just the, the, the asylum match again. Without the cage. No, you gotta have the cage. And the box of thumbtacks. No, I, I don't want... I mean, it's gotta be to in that. a fucking cage. It's, in a, it's a penitentiary match. Like, I just said they're going to just put a bunch of weapons around the ring. It's a like, penitentiary yeah, match. You just said that. That either means cage or cell. Preferably a cell. All right, fine. Fine, let's do a cage. Let's go. Make it happen. I'm just saying. You have one week. It's in the name. All right, fine. Let's, let's hope they do it. Call it now. Penitentiary match between these two. What, Owen? Hey, John. Did you see Fashion yes. Peaks last week? See Fashion no. Peaks this week? I said no. Did you? I, 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 I oh. you cut it out. I couldn't hear well, it. Well, no. But, yeah, Tyler Breeze is still backstage in his office trying to figure out what, about that weird dream last week. It was a very strange dream. And then he's like talking to the Ascension who are sitting in, at the office 
trying to say, you guys were in the dream. You were pouring syrup on a log and you had a rose that pricked his finger? That's confusing. And then they said, just like, yeah, we don't give a fuck, but we're going to take this free pie because you said free pie. Okay. All right. Bye. Fair enough, I suppose. Then Tyler Breeze looked into a mirror and kept saying, where are you, Fandango? Fandango <sighs> Wearing a fancy green shirt and his tie on his head for some reason? Been partying all night, huh? Yes and no. Because remember last time we saw him was at Battleground where they got beat up yeah. and he got dragged away. You would think, oh, what? what the yeah, who beat him up? That? I want to know. What? It was aliens. It was aliens. Aliens kidnapped him. And and, and Talbury's like, well, you know, where, like, what, did they take, did they like, keep you there? He's like, no. I could leave any time I wanted. And Talbury's like, well, why did you wait two weeks to come back then? You know what, what? Fandango's answer was? Anal probes. Uh, no, I'm sorry. He meant wardrobe. <laughs> but he did say okay. anal probes first. So yeah, Ben Decker's wearing the anal probes. And also getting cool alien fashion. And also getting the power to see the future! Got the okay. And he saw that the next person to go into the office is the one that killed Ollie the horse. Of course I do. Remember Tully the horse? That of course. R.I.P. Fun fact: the uh, the missing sign for Tully on the uh, the board had the word "missing" crossed out, and then <laughs> R.I.P. Pretty good. But yeah, then someone appeared in the window of the door, coming in, and it was Arn Anderson. And that's like, well, that's weird. Why, why, then, tell, Fandango, you're crazy. Why, why is Arn Anderson here? And they asked, did you, did you kill Tully the horse? And Arn Anderson looked confused for a second, and then he said, God damn right I did. Because he named him Tully instead of Arn! Wow. Fuck you! Now I'm gonna steal your donuts, I'm out! Everyone's stealing their food! And then, they said, They've got a lot more work to do, and they need more pies. And then the, they said to be continued. And the crowd. I guess I just don't understand where they go from here now that they've revealed all the, the answers to the mysteries. No, they haven't. Who destroyed their office? I don't know. We don't. We still don't know who destroyed the office and who those the drawings of the two people their stick figures are. And I, I hope they get back to that, because I, I really want to know. I, I, in my article about last night, which is over at ProWrestling.cool, I actually write that. I go, this is weird, and I like it, but I hope they don't just start being weird for no reason, and they actually, you know, have a plot. I feel like you're asking much. It's very weird. I know, but... I... I'm if they don't like st you know stay focused I may start turning on these segments
I mean, and don't get me wrong, these this segments are still really good, and I, I really wish I was able to see this week's. It's just, I do genuinely wonder, like, okay, it feels like they've revealed a lot of stuff, like, stuff that was mysteries and just made it be like, haha, it was a goofy, funny thing. But, like, I, I, I don't know. I hope it's actually still building to something, because... <laughs> The drama that they were doing was actually very good in like and part of what made it so funny. Exactly. That's why I'm saying I hope they don't lose that or else I'm yes, gonna turn on these segments. I know, I'm just laying it out. Hey John, you know who I will never turn on though? Lana. That's unfortunate. She's great. I don't know about that She's one. She's great. Last week. On on YouTube, she was talking about how she's ravishing, like way more ravishing than Tamina is, and that she's gonna challenge Charlotte next week because she's the best. Okay. So we had that match. We had Lana against Charlotte, and uh, guess what happened? Uh, Charlotte obliterated her. How Absolutely. long was the match? <laughs> A couple minutes, but mostly it was. Uh, a lot of trying to do wrestle moves, and Charlotte's like, and "No, you're an idiot." And then Lana slapped her in the face, and then Charlotte's like, "Well, now I'm going to kill you," and killed her in five seconds. Okay. So they're doing Lana right, as in you know she's this super beautiful, confident person, but she doesn't have the ring skills, so she's going to get killed every time. And they're not even going to pretend that she's talented at wrestling. Which continues in later in the night because she's in the back, you know, packing her bag in the locker room, being all sad. And Tamina comes in, and Lana's like, "Oh, just leave me alone. I know, I lost. You don't have to rub it in." And Tamina says, "Well, here, l- listen up. Uh, have you noticed that you've had you got three straight title matches?" Clearly, it's not because you're good at wrestling, because you're terrible. But it's because you're ambitious. And that's how you're getting opportunities. Whereas I'm a good wrestler... That's questionable. I'm not getting opportunities. She's she's pretty good. When it comes to, like, actually technically wrestling, she's pretty good. She's a snucker. Come on. Point is that she says now Lana is going to help her get opportunities. So I feel like it's going to be a talent exchange with these two. Like, Lana's going to teach her to, you know, form more of a character and, you know, be a go-getter. And Tamina's going to teach Lana how to actually do a goddamn wrestling match. And I like it. It's friendship. Look, man, this is WWE. We all know how friendship ends. Well, of course it's going to end that way, but I want to enjoy the road, the, the road to get there. Come on. It's something different, and it's a, a story not involving the title. Between two it's true. women in the division. So I'm going to applaud them for that. It's great. And about last night, I read about that. How, like, they're all the dumpster fire, and now they're doing the thing that SmackDown was doing, where they we're just going to put everyone in the pool, and, I don't know, wrestling for the belt, because belt. You got to care about belt, the belt. Belt, 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 Everybody got a belt, belt, got a belt, belt, belt. Yep. But we also do have a, a story... Revolving around the belt, but it doesn't really have to do with Natalia. Who no, and I. This is a bad story. 
No, I. This is a great story. Really, like you like much. the fucking champion losing to the Money in the Bank winner? N not the fact that she lost, but the way she And then lost. the Money in the Bank winner not even being like, "Hey, maybe I should cash this in right now." I. No, I. There's. I. All right. I. That part's not good, but the fact that Carmella fought Naomi and we went, "Oh wait, by the way, James Ellsworth's." Uh, Suspension's up, so here he comes to interfere and help get Great. Carmella to get a pin. He's back. It sets up the number one. It's heading in. Uh, we're about a little over a week from SummerSlam, and now Naomi has a whole bunch of doubt going. Oh shit! Carmella actually has an opportunity to you know beat me, not because she can't do it by herself, but because she has Ellsworth with her, and also I've got to deal with this match with Natalia, which hopefully they establish more of next week. I think it's good. It, it it made it made Carmella seem like an actual threat going into SummerSlam because the previous week they had her straight up get tapped out by the champion. So I think it it did a little it did a bit to fix that, and also it's good to have Ellsworth back because he is great because he pisses everybody off. I guess it's just I don't care if the person with the briefcase is always losing because they don't need to. The the point of the briefcase isn't that you're great and that you won. It's that you're really fucking lucky and you're going to get really fucking lucky in a sec. Yeah. Well, the, the story is that Carmella is build, is making her own luck because she's got Ellsworth, and now it's showing it's showing that yo she could totally get that get that title on Sunday or a week from Sunday because she's got Ellsworth. Yes. Whereas, if she tried to cash in just by herself, I would like, well, yeah, of course she's going to try and then get tapped out. Now, it makes me think, maybe it's going to actually happen. In a real shitty way, it's going to piss everyone off, and I'm kind of into it. I want to watch the world burn, John. <sighs> burn it to the floor. Shaking my head. Do you think no, I know he wasn't and was in there in video form. He was, and it was weird, but I, I liked it a lot. It's pretty dumb to not have your fucking big cool guy that you're trying to push as like a new top baby face. He just had a huge match with John Cena. This week they're building his character by going, Hey guys... You should care about Nakamura. Here's why. Check it out. He actually was a big deal in NXT. It's a big deal that he came to SmackDown. He beat John Cena, and now he's got a title. Match. I just didn't think the video was all that great. No, but that's not what I what? liked. You know what I liked? How you know how weird yeah. Nakamura is when he talks? They edited the shit out of it by not showing him and just showing his voice, so they could make it all flow together and not have a bunch of pauses. So it made him actually like sound like he was talking English properly and, you know, establishing himself. And it was over a bunch of clips of him. And it was I thought it was smart. It was All a smart right, way to then. cover that up. And I don't know, I think he speaks English fine. It's not like fucking Hideo Itami. No, but he's still like for the general audience who aren't familiar with him, they may find it weird. I thought it was cool. I thought it was a good way to have him yeah, okay. like, cut a promo. 
instead of doing it in a live environment, which he probably will next week. So I'm betting he's doing a face to face with the uh, gender, which we're gonna, who we're gonna talk about right now because they fucked this up real bad. Yeah, they did. This is the worst. Like I can't, I can't defend this at all. There's absolutely no redeeming way to do this. Randy Orton's got to get his win back so, because he's Randy Orton. But no, he's got to get his win hurt. back, even no. if it doesn't matter, because he's Randy no. Orton. Yeah, the, the same brothers were out because they yeah. were murdered. So this was Jinder by himself going, oh, so here's, here's the champion. Here's his opportunity to look strong and actually be a threat for but Nakamura. Of course I guess the guy who not. he's beaten all these times, and this is a non-title match, so we should just finally fucking beat him clean. So, But of course not, on. because A, this is WWE. B, this is fucking Jinder's character, and he hasn't won anything without like fucking getting someone else to help him. So why would he start now? And C, it's non-title, so of course it doesn't fucking matter. And D, again, Randy Orton. Randy Orton will always get his win back, in the way that John Cena will always get his win back. But why? Why right before my major championship defense? This made Jinder look god-awful. Like, what else does he need? He's He's the champion. Not for long now, because I think he's losing the belt. I don't think belt. he's losing the belt. I hundred after this, I 100% think he's going to no. lose the belt. Oh, yeah. Nah, not to Nakamura. Yes, to Nakamura, who's going to then lose the belt to Baron Corbin. Because he's going to cash in after the match. Just to, because, here's the thing, John. It's a SummerSlam in Brooklyn. Has Have any of those shows not ended in a huge bummer? I mean, it won't end that, that way, so... Oh yeah, it no. is. It's gonna end that way. No, the Fatal mm-hmm. 4 is the main event. No, because that has gonna have a happy ending, because Big Mom's gonna win the title. They the can't end Fatal 4 way is going to be the main event of that show. I'm sorry, Brock Lesnar is, is the main event of that show. Okay, fine. The only time Brock Lesnar is never not the main event is when they have to fucking retire The Undertaker instead. God damn it, I'm still so fucking mad about that! Yeah, I know. I I didn't bring it up, you did. I know I did! Because I'm mad! Well, uh, let me be mad by finishing talking about SmackDown by saying, yeah, gender... Went for the Colossus, got turned into an RKO, clean pin, fuck Ginger's championship run, it's a shame. It's always been. And then, then the show ends with the Randy Orton on the stage, and as the, uh, you know, the credit thing in the corner pops up, oops, here's Rusev. Orton's now dead. The moment he struck him, the, uh, the show ended. It just cut off. I'm going to it. ask a serious question. Is there a single person in this championship run that Jinder has pinned cleanly? Like, maybe I'm wrong. Feel free to correct me here. But I feel like the Singh brothers even got themselves involved in Ty Dillinger. Yeah, I think you're right. 
I think you're right. Yeah. This sucks. I'm done with the, I'm done talking about SmackDown. It, it was a good show up until the last part, and then that was the absolute pits. What the fuck? John, lift my spirits. I did not watch NXT. It was pretty I'd like good to this week. About it. Good, because they got a paper yeah. coming up. It was not, I wouldn't call it the best episode, but it was, it had some interesting things that occurred, let's say. Please, please Shall I elucidate elaborate. for you? Shall I drag I on a little would. bit while I pull up the notes? Uh, no, you shouldn't because I don't want to. Okay, I got the notes. Anyway, so we begin the show with uh, Sanity literally having stormed the ring out of nowhere. Uh, uh, Nikki like, Cross is there running. yelling and, and screaming and everything. Oh, but you said storm the ring. I thought there was no, as in like the there. ring was just empty. Then wait, what the fuck? There's what's Nikki Cross doing here? Wait, they just ran instead of having a yeah, super long. They entrance? just they the okay. episode begins with hey, here's the announcers talking, and wait, there's Nikki Cross in the ring. What? And then cool. uh, the other members of Sanity show up, and they're like. Hey, what's up, motherfuckers? No. Wait, was Eric Young there? We want to fight the authors of pain again. We're mad at them, and we want to fight them. But they're fighting. And the authors of pain come out. And Razar immediately takes to the ring, like just dashes to the ring and starts beating him up, trying to go for uh, sanity. And I'm like. What the fuck? This is really weird that uh, that Occam is just like taking his time all slow. Like, I well, let me tell you. you what happened first. No, I have a what? quick question though. How can you tell the difference? Between because the commentary said it. Okay, I, I just I was wondering if you no I, it commentary said it. That's how I knew. Okay. I didn't have to figure it out because Morrow figured it out for me. Mars the smart man. The point is that then Occam gets jumped and thrown into the barricade by Eric Young. <gasps> Eric Young Eric is back, back and he fucking zip ties Occam to the fucking barricade. Yeah. What? He zip ties That's his hand great. to the barricade. And then they all just beat That's the great. shit out of Razar in the middle of the ring. And then Occam literally Good. drags the barricade to the ring because he's trying to save his brother, and then they beat the shit out of him. And Eric oh Young God, does his amazing. weird wheelbarrow thing finisher that I don't remember the name of, but looks pretty cool. Yeah? John? Did the I think they face? just kind of turned face. Yeah! What? Yeah! That's weird. But also... You describing it? Yeah, like, that's the thing, is, like, as I was saying last week, like, this is how they gotta do it, right? Like, they can't make sanity either faces, it's gotta be the authors of pain, and, well, shit, I think I might have done it well. Shit, what? That's awesome. (laughs) How did that happen? Apparently, having them drag a barricade. Pretty cool. Pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I, 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 all of a sudden now I actually. Yeah, I'm care totally about excited this for this Good match job. now. They, they did it. Holy shit. I can't believe it. Good job. 
Anyway, so after this, we have a segment with the iconic duo. They're all the like, we're duo. hanging out. We're going to do a makeup tutorial. <gasps> and oh my God, then Ruby Riot walks past, like, off in the distance. And they're like, fuck Ruby Riot. We hate Ruby Riot. Now I'm mad that I saw Ruby yeah, Riot. I'm not going to do the makeup tutorial anymore. What? Ugh, fuck Ruby Riot. Now I'm mad. Not her work. fault. It is her fault. She, she literally was them. in the background. She didn't even do anything. How dare she? She should just go away. How dare she? Now I'm You're so mad. Person. I can't do her the best. I don't care what you think. Anyway, uh, so then there are these brothers. I, I don't remember. There, there was like the Mellow Brothers or something. It sounded a lot like Mario Brothers and... They're two dudes that yeah. are brothers, and they're greasers. Oh, that's cool. I like, yeah. Do they have leather jackets? They have leather jackets oh, and great. white they, shirts. Pompadours? Uh, pompadours? Sort of, not really. Okay, close enough. Do they, do they have... Yeah, they have uh, white t-shirts. Yeah. That's, that's my man. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Great. Jeans? Yeah. Boots? They're, they Perfect. are greasers. Like it was very confusing. They're apparently trained by I the like Dudley it. Boys. Like they wrestle Street Profits. <gasps> street Profits, I love Street Yeah, Profits. Street Profits is a thing. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know about Street Profits, you guys. What, what do you mean you don't know? I saw them at the house. Okay, here's great. what I think I know about Street Profits, though, after having seen this match. Montez Ford, hmm? he's he's really fun to watch. He's got that solo cup. Yes. The way that he moves is really uh, cool. Wait. Hold on, hold on. Does he have the red shoes? Yeah, he had the red shoes. Yes, that's the best part. He has the red shoes and the red cup. Montez Ford is pretty cool. I, I like him a lot. Yeah. I have another question. Did Angelo Dawkins... Angelo Dawkins... Actually, I don't... I'm going to be honest, I don't remember either of their shoes now that I think about it, because they were both wearing black and gold. Oh, no. Oh, no, but... They need so I feel like they might have had... I, I'll have to go back to the tape, but I feel like they might have had matching shoes for their black and gold outfits, which look really cool, by the way. Have a, have a, let, me, let me put you this way, John. At, at the house show I went to, we had dueling chants. One going, let's go red shoes... And then the other chant was White Choose Rock. Okay. These two were super over. All right. Because of their shoes. So if they don't have the red and white shoes... I'm going to throw this out up. there, though. Angela Dawkins is still not very good. The Curse oh, of Greatness no. is cursed to still be really boring and do that fucking stupid Wait, mixing still... the bowl thing. He's still mixing oh, the no. bowl and it still no, looks no, really no. dumb. No. The no, the brothers they they made fun of him by mixing the bowl and I was like yeah 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 no he didn't do the mixing the bowl thing at oh the show he's mixing no, the shit out of that, that bowl dog no just be cool with with Montez Ford and also I, I still don't think that Angelo Dawkins is a great wrestler no he's not it's it's 
It's just that he's paired. It's it's kind of like no, American no. I don't Jason think that's Jordan. fair because Jason Jordan, I think, is a very good wrestler who maybe didn't have a of a good character and maybe wasn't good at like doing character stuff that they were trying to give him. Like, dude, that show that we saw at the at the Tower Theater where fucking he wrestled with a uh, Solomon Crow, he was way over. People wanted him to win so okay. fucking hard. Let me add what I said. He's like the Jason Jordan of the team, except that he's not talented okay, at the wrestling. Okay, that's that either. is more accurate. But he's not. But he's not the star. The the star Definitely. is Montez. Montez Ford. is one hundred percent the Shawn Michaels. He's like. Did, did he like fly all around? No, the ring not and really. Stuff? But he just he just looks cool. He's got a swagger to him, like. Yes. They honestly didn't even really do much like this. He would mostly, I feel like that was part of maybe the reason why I wasn't super into this match is that like Dawkins did most of the wrestling. Like Ford was kind of there to be the hot tag. As he should be though. But I I don't know. Cause like, I feel like for, I didn't really get to see what Ford's super capable of, but I feel like just looking at him, like he reminds me of what I, what I felt when I first saw Enzo, you know, like he's got a fucking swagger to him that like, I don't understand necessarily what I'm watching, but I know that I want to keep seeing it. Even if the thing I want to keep seeing is this person dying. I mean, that's how it was with Enzo with Montez Ford. I just want to see what he's going to do next. I, I want to see him party yeah. with his red solo cup and his red shoes. Wait, he's going to party with red shoes? Yeah, dude. That's where this has to go. He has to party with is red this, shoes. Is this can. how we get red shoes to sign with WWE? Uh-huh. He's actually... No, he's you ruined it. But that's the hot thing. With You have the tag teams, then you have them break up because one of them is the illegitimate... Son of also during the match, person. Dawkins wa- lost one of his two headbands. He didn't go back for it, and I was very angry. You should just lose the headbands. Yeah, the two no, headbands thing working? is still pretty dumb. Red, red Solo, Solo Cup's Cup great, though. and it's, he's got the NXT logo on the Red Solo Cup. Oh, that's even. Oh, they're gonna sell those. That's great. Yes. I would buy a red solo cup with NXT on it. Cause it's so anyway, uh, Bobby Roode and Drew McIntyre had their face to face, and then everyone. No man, it was really good. Yeah, was it? To, uh, Drew McIntyre was like, "Look, man, I think Bobby Roode's entitled and everything and all this stuff," and Bobby Roode was literally like. You're damn right I'm entitled. I'm the fucking best, and fuck you. No, Bobby Roode... Look, man, say what you will about Drew McIntyre. Bobby Roode is still a fantastic promo. I'm not willing to go that far, but Bobby Roode is a fantastic promo. I mean, like, he basically was in full-on mode like he was with Roderick... Roderick Strong, where he just, like, completely destroyed his life. He even had fucking security guards out at ringside because he was like, I don't want Roderick Strong to show up here and fuck everything up. Because he's been threatening I mean, that's, my that's life. Thing. I mean, he did, he did try to jump him last True. week. 
Roger Strong. Yeah, and Roger Strong showed up and was like, "What? Look, Regal, I know that you said that I can't have the match with him for the title because you know the NXT Takeover, but this is about my pride. I want to fight him and derp, 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 derp." Like, what is he gonna have a non-title match next week? Uh, well. What Bobby Roode said was like, you know what? Fuck this bullshit. I'm sick of this. I don't, I have, I'm approved that I'm a fighting champion. If you want to fight me, you got to fight. We're going to fight, motherfucker. If you beat Drew McIntyre next week. Wait, hold on. Did he say that verbatim the way you just said it? Without the motherfuckers, yes. If you beat Drew McIntyre next week. Wait. Hold on. Um, wh- what does that mean? Does that mean that if he beats Drew McIntyre... No, if he beats Drew McIntyre, then he gets a match against Bobby Roode for the championship after Bobby Roode beats Drew McIntyre. Okay, that's weird. Is it? And that, that Clearly, that means Drew McIntyre's got to win. Does it? Yeah, because Drew McIntyre is going to title. Yeah, Bobby Roode's going to move he? up. I think, I hope so. But anyway, um, yeah, so Drew McIntyre was like, this is bullshit and you're clearly just trying to like weaken me before my fucking match with you because this is happening four days before it, but you know what? Fine, I'll do this, I'll fight anyone. And Roderick... Wow. Roger Strong was like, I want to fight. I'll do it. I need to fight Bobby Roode. And William Regal was like, no, I'm the one that makes the matches. This is stupid. This is not happening. Thank God. And then Bobby Roode was like, but wait a minute. Aren't you all like we are NXT? And I mean, the, the, the fans, they want this match to happen. Everybody here wants this match to happen. So let this match happen. These two want the match to happen. So the match should happen, right? No, the crowd was like, let them fight. So then Regal was like, all right, fine. You can have the match. Bobby Roode just what? fucking played everyone. Tell me he's not going to win on in a takeover. He's smarter than everyone. He played them Barely, all. But, but I want him to graduate. But also, this is kind of great, so maybe he shouldn't. I'm con- I'm conflicted. Now you made me this conflicted. Is, Thanks a lot. Now I, this now was fantastic, and I loved it. You know what? I, I went into this with low expectations, but they they did it. Good. Good for them. I still don't think the match is yeah, going to be good. I mean, honestly, I don't even remember Drew McIntyre as a wrestler enough to, to say one way or the other. He wrestled like two weeks ago. Yeah, I know. He never really stands out to me. It's like, I kick people with, with boots. Suplexes. So he's like Bobby Roode. There's like Bobby Roode in Ring where it's, he's good, but it's kind yeah. of forgettable. 
So yeah, this match would be great. Get, get excited. We, sh- we should go get tickets. I feel like they're right trying to sell Drew McIntyre as being one of those strong style dudes without making him really look super strong in his style, you know? Yeah, that's understandable. Because strong style's the hotness right now. Have you seen the G1? No. People are beating the crap out of each other. But are they throwing chairs at each other's heads? Okay. Sometimes. Then. I mean, Red chooses the referee, and he like won't disqualify anyone unless you like he's someone straight up Fair. shoots someone else. Anyway, Johnny Wrestling kind of promo, and he was oh, like, like "Hey, Wrestling. I don't have a match to take over. I want a match to take over. That would be cool." Well, that's that's fair because his his opponent got injured for real. Wait, what? Remember? Uh, oh, yeah, was true. Hurt. Sorry, I, I I didn't I didn't think about so, what you meant there. Yeah, I, I know Chomp is hurt, of course. Yeah, we'll get to that later, though. First, we need Uh-oh, to talk really? about the rematch between Orny Lorkin and Danny Burge. Oh, oh right. That, that, yep. Wait, that happened this week? Oh, that's great. Those two had an amazing yeah, they, match they, last time. They had basically the same match, except this time Danny Burch won. That, that's good. Still really good. Sure. Good. They should have a rubber match. They teased match. like they maybe that's going to happen. And then after that, they should shake hands after the match sure. and form a tag team. Because really, NXT needs tag teams badly. I know Street Poppets are here, but now we got the Mellow Brothers. Oh they're man! But they're around. trained by the Dudleys. I still don't. They think got greaser around. stuff. I guess I know that's pretty cool, but I still don't think okay. they're sticking around. But I, but I do like Oni Lorcan and I do like Danny Birch. Now those are some strong yeah, style. Yeah, and guys. watching this made me really realize that Oni Lorcan looks so fucking weird. He's like right, the, this He's like weird, a- lanky, fucking like he looks like a monkey kind of. As you say, he's Ursat's uh, Cesaro. Mm-hmm. He's like Bizarro. No, because Cesaro. like Cesaro actually looks like a human should be. Yeah, that's what, that's what, but like, compare Superman, who looks like a human, to Bizarro, who looks okay, like a Okay, yeah, definitely. Like, okay, I, I can get behind off. that, because yeah, he looks like a weird, lanky, like, he kind of looks, he's got like, Seamus skin, but I also really appreciate that, because he does the Seamus thing of like, he gets bruised really easily, and it looks awesome. Yeah, he's like Cesaro if you put in a cl- him in a cloning machine, but you didn't change So if you put him in properly? a cloning machine, because those don't work. I don't think. Sure, yes. Bizarro There we Cesaro. go. There's your episode title. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, that match was really good. You should watch that match. I should, because I like the first one, so of course I'm going to like this next one. And I, seriously, they have to, uh, they have to put this on TakeOver, or at least on the episode they're taping. The main event wasn't very good, however. No, it this wasn't. wasn't the main event. And I was like, wait, this wasn't no. the main event? And then when they said the main event, I was like, oh. Okay. Uh, so it was No Way Jose versus Andrade Cien Almas. 
Again? Oh, it was their match. But they had no, like they didn't. It was, uh, remember, it was Keith beat, uh, Noe Jose beat Cesar B- Bononi, and then after that match, uh, what's his, Cien Almas came out and beat the shit out of Bononi because he was pissed off about that one time that he lost to him, and then Jose was like, you're a jerk, I'm gonna fight you. No, but John, th- didn't they have a match at, like, a takeover, like, a- Forever I remember. Ago? I feel like they they feuded before. That's why I'm like, now he's again? got Selena Vega. Yeah, she does. Oh, she has a name. Yeah, she she's his manager. Did they give a backstory or they? She's his manager. Oh, she's here now. Yeah, it's basically that's it. it. Okay, sure. Did she yeah, almost tried to be like, I'm a lounge in the ring and, and do my, my cool lounging stuff. And she kept yelling at him every time. And it was like, no, fuck you. Don't do that. Keep your eye on the prize. Do the fucking fighting. Oh, Fight better. Be better at fighting. Okay, and yeah, then he, you should do that. Basically, sure, every please. time she yelled at him, he listened. And he fucking beat the shit out of No Way Jose and won. Oh, okay. That's cool. She yelled at him, be like, finish him off, kill him! And it was like, alright, and he fuck, did the hammerlock DDT and won. He was gonna keep, like, fucking toying with him. He was like, alright, you, you said finish him, I'll, I'll finish him. Okay, that sounds yeah. pretty good. Cien almost wins. And then nice. Miss Vega goes up it. to the commentary booth and is all like, look at uh-huh. my dude. He's pretty cool, right? And Morrow's like, Mamma Mia! And then Absolutely. she's also like, like, you know what would be even cooler, though? If Johnny Wrestling found out how fucking cool he is at TakeOver! Okay, so, yeah, sure. Yeah, they didn't make it official or anything, but that match is totally happening at TakeOver. Yeah! Great, yeah. I, I, those two both had nothing going on, and they're good at wrestling. That's it for NXT? That, it for that NXT? was the end of the episode. Now, now, here's one more thing. Have you seen, before we leave, uh, have you seen the advertising for TakeOver Brooklyn 3? No. Because it seems like they are promoting this as, yeah, we got nothing for what? this pay-per-view. No, because the thing is, like, they're saying, oh, this is the homecoming mm-hmm. for NXT. There's a return to Brooklyn. So we're going to have all your favorite NXT guys from the past show up. Huh. The whole, the whole advertising is, check out all these guys that used to be NXT. They're going to be there. Is You should tune in. All- also, I guess Bobby Roode's fighting Drew McIntyre, but who cares? Shinsuke Nakamura, what? Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, what the guys you like? Yeah, the advertising is pretty much promoting hard. That, yo, all the guys used like that's so weird. I know. That's pretty much them giving up. Going, not, oh geez, no one, no one's buying tickets to this favorite. You have fucking Oscar, man. You have fucking. Bobby Roode, like this should be hard. 
Oh yeah, they also say uh, yeah, ask us if I never moon too. But yeah, well, check out these old Johnny guys. fucking wrestling's gonna be there. They're, they're not well, him at all. Yeah, because they're foolish. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you should watch the uh, next time you watch your ball. Pay attention if they do an ad for Takeover, because it's they go, hey, check out these matches, but also check out all these old wrestlers. You should care about them. And by old, I mean graduates. They're they're not actually the oldest. Well, I mean, except except for Samoa Joe, the oldest. John, what? That, that is, is it for Hill Turner production of ProWrestling.cool. It's not go to cool the website. Stuff. It's a real is URL. It? We promise. If you type in ProWrestling.cool, it will actually it's take true. you to the website. Yeah. Where we have a bunch of written articles, like about last night, where I wrote about SmackDown, and you didn't do one about Raw because you're a bad person. Cat disagrees with you. Okay, well, your cat's wrong. Cat just jumped at the microphone to tell you to shut up. Well, okay, let's cat. do it. Let's but first, let me tell the people that they can listen to this live every Wednesday night at starting at 9 p.m. Eastern over Mixwell.com slash Zonecast and Twitch.tv slash Ozone Online. Is that cool? Yeah, I know, right? Pretty cool. Uh, you can also keep up to date with whatever we're doing throughout the week by checking us out at Facebook.com slash PWDOTC or on Twitter at The Heel Turn. And, of course, uh, you can find this podcast and other podcasts over at uh, Zonecast.com. We we do another we do this weird improv comedy podcast which has a real doozy of an episode coming out this Friday. People should check it out at zonecast dot com. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at the underscore. Follow me on Twitter. Twitter. I'm John GM. I bet you I'm gonna tweet a lot about Sonic Mania when it comes out. When I tell you to jump, you say how high. No, we're not. We're not doing. It's that. already happened. So, uh, so here's the thing, John. This was a fairly long episode, but next week's Jesus. Be even longer, because not only do we have to cover all the wrestling from the past week, but we need to break down and make our predictions for a whole weekend of wrestling, starting with NXT Takeover Brooklyn Three, and of course the 27-hour extravaganza. Well, if this week's Raw is any indication, then we can just ignore next week's shows. I mean, no, I, mean I guess I have to not ignore next week's show because they're going to announce the women's match and probably the tag match and probably the intercontinental match. And I bet they don't matter. Don't matter. That's not a bet that I'm willing it's to take bad. because that's just a guarantee, dog. That's fair. But we'll be back with a, next week with a whole bunch of wrestling coverage. How the fuck did this episode go so long? You said you you said oh I don't want much to talk about Raw and then you continued to talk about Raw for a half hour. You wanted to know about Same. it. I know, but you said I didn't want to talk about it, and then you could have just said no, fuck you, I'm not talking about it, and then pull a Macho Man. But look, man, the people needed to know the depths of how much nothing is happening on that show. I'm just I'm just answering your question. Shut up. John. We all come back now, you hear?
This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.